Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode and meet today's host, Krista Weaver, our co-host and resident confidence queen. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am today's host and resident confidence queen, Krista Weber, and we are a community of multidimensional women on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. Today, we have the most amazing guest, Amanda Bible, is with us. She is a money mindset coach, a master certified success coach, an NLP practitioner and trainer, a certified hypnotherapist who got out of the corporate rat race to empower women to truly have it all on their terms. She is a powerhouse and I am here for it. Amanda, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. I literally, when I got the message that we were going to be doing this podcast, I've been counting down the days. So thank you so much for having me. You too. I've just been so pumped. I've been binging all your content and your website, everything. I'm obsessed. And I'm just so, so excited to share this conversation with everybody. It's going to be amazing. Okay. So we love to start the show on a high vibe by sharing something that we're both super excited about today. So I had planned something that I was going to share, but since we had a really wonderful conversation before we started recording. I actually want to share that. So for everybody who's listening, I recently had my lashes done. I had a lash lift, but my girl here in Germany, she did something new where I actually had a brow lift, which is not like with the threading and the Botox, which I totally would do in the future when, and if it is required, but right now I don't feel that it is, but it's actually like lifting the hairs. So I wake up every morning with these supermodel fluffy lifted for the goddesses eyebrows. And it's just very exciting. Like it's a simple thing, but it brings me great joy. Even though my husband is confused that it's an intentional look, but that's fine. It's not for him. It's for me. And it brings me great pleasure. So that's something I'm really excited about. And what are you excited about today, Amanda? I just want to say that I get the pleasure (laughs) of staring at you, Krista, right now. And your eyebrows are on Point. They're on fleek. Well, you would know because your eyebrows are also amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're truly and like effortlessly amazing. <laughs> oh, so sweet. So sweet. One thing that I am beyond excited about is my 12 week old son is now rolling over oh and smiling. God. I didn't believe. So before I got on the call, like as we were getting on the call, I'm like, Chris, I'm sorry. He's on my boob and he's like smiling <laughs> about it. Yeah. He's just such a pleasure. They call it the enchanted days or the enchanted weeks or something because yeah. he doesn't cry. He smiles. He's just, just a bundle of joy and he can't run away because he can't walk yet. So enjoy that. Oh, enjoy that. I remember it's so like, it is such a wild milestone. Like people don't know sometimes that babies cannot, cannot smile until that 12 week point or something. So I remember when Stella was a baby and I was like, do you like me? Like, like what is that? Like it just felt like I was looking at such a serious little unit, like such a somber, serious little soul. And which, and I was so humbled, you know, and then all of a sudden one day, like, bing, like this huge smile right around 12 weeks. And I was like, And like, oh, it's just everything. So now your little baby boy is rolling over. Rolling over. It melts my heart. And even like the smile, it just like, I could cry because I create that. I know. Like I, I, it's burned into my brain. Like I remember I was doing like a post, like a post-pregnancy kind of Pilates or something. And I just look over Stella's in her bouncy thing and then just huge smile. And I was like, I started crying. Like it, it really is. That is, but then when they start crawling, so enjoy this because when they become mobile, that's a whole different thing. So enjoy it. Yeah. We're, we're counting down the days to that too. I feel like every mom's like my kids advanced. Yes. (laughs) My kids like really advanced. Yours for sure. Like yours for sure is. Like he for sure. For he's sure going is. to Harvard, just like your like, husband. Totally. Like he's already actually enrolled and like they asked him if we would put yeah. him in Harvard. Totally. Applications already filled out. And they unaccepted. It's so good. <laughs> I love Obviously. it. So but it is like, it is a huge moment. That's something to celebrate for sure. Yeah, okay. 
And then now also super high vibe moments. Um, we're going to do a chakra shout out and I want to shout out a skincare I'm obsessed with. So listeners who know me, people who know me, I am basically married to Chanel, Gabrielle Chanel. She is my mother. She's my father. She's my everything. She's my godmother. She's everything. However, I recently have begun an affair. I am cheating on Coco Chanel with a woman named Paula, Paula's Choice. I'm obsessed. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Have you ever heard of Paula's Choice? No, but I'm staring at your skin and I'm like, whatever she's got on her skin. Well, what it is that you're seeing is sweat, but under the sweat, I assure you it's flawless. (laughs) It is flawless under the sweat. You can bottle that sweat up and (laughs) just mist it around the room. But um, Paula's Choice, they have this exfoliator. It's the gray bottle. It's the BHA, I believe. And it's not even expensive. It's like $30 or 30 euros or something. And it fixed literally every skin problem that I have ever had in my life. And like, Within two weeks, there was like a moment of dryness and stuff. And then like after two weeks, my skin was so fresh that people were asking me if I was pregnant because I had like that fresh, glowy pregnancy skin. And I was like, no, just exfoliating. So I am obsessed with it. Like they should sponsor me because I talk about them all the time. And even men, like I've gotten men on this stuff too. So Paula's Choice, iconic. That's my shocker shout out for this week. I cheat on Chanel and I'm not even mad about it. Uh, I wouldn't be mad about it if my skin looked like yours. Well, it's funny because when we first logged in, I'm like, what is she wearing on her skin? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> your skin is so perfect. So like everybody can't see us, but like, um, she is just like this, like raven haired, gorgeous woman with these like perfect brows and lips and lashes and everything. She's like, Oh, I just was, I, Oh, oh no, you look gorgeous. <laughs> so, like, I woke up like this. Uh, <laughs> oh, and me, me too. Like, it's just a lot. <laughs> It's just 40 steps of skincare and Chanel foundation. That's it. It's just effortless. Just kidding. Yeah. Right. And like 10 chemical later, like, yeah, laser facials once a month and like, it's nothing, it's nothing, (laughs) but that's also a thing. Yay. Okay. So who's your chakra shout out? Who are we shouting out? Who are we celebrating? So as you were talking, like, what have I been obsessed with lately? And, And I actually was thinking about this because I've been wearing Lululemon leggings now for the last. I don't know, 14, 15 days. I've washed them, of course, maybe. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> I'm thinking about like, mm, I've washed one pair, but I went on the Lululemon website and I ended up ordering a couple more pairs because I've been living in them. And they, for so I have a 12 week old so I'm still in like that postpartum period where I'm like all right well what's this what's this what's that role where's this coming from like totally you know the, the spiel you, totally. you've been there oh yeah maybe you haven't you're so perfect oh, no, no 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 girl no no finish your shout yeah. out oh sorry <laughs> yeah so I'm like oh my goodness these like hold it all in and like I can't get enough of them yeah and you feel and they're so flattering are, which ones do you have? I have like a high, a uh, pair of high rise wonder under or something like that. Under one. Sure. So the ones that I just ordered a couple pairs of are the align ones. Uh, okay. So the align ones it down. are, they're like signature best-selling the high-waisted they're super that, soft. Maybe that's what I have. I think in Germany, they might be called something else, but I'm writing it down aligned. I'm going to look for it. Cause there's, and then I have one other kind that I'm actually wearing today and they're meant for yoga and holding it all in they're like extra like yeah like we love it, it in and like make your ass look real good like that's yes. what I'm wearing right now oh so. I love it. that's just instant confidence I love that so much I wore them once when I was bringing my daughter to kindergarten and I was like I'm a jerk for doing this and I don't care like my booty for days in these things I don't even care I love it but no like after um I mean, my daughter is six. So like my journey is like a little bit further along, but after Stella was born, I always have, I always prided myself on like an hourglass figure. But then after, you know, I, my belly was one meter around before my daughter was born. And like, that is totally fine. And like extra body fat and all kinds of things. And it's fine. But I did get, I have a girlfriend who's from South America. And so she had me get Baja or something. The one trainer, of those, the waist yeah, like a waist trainer, but it was like, um, it didn't feel like punishment. It was the kind that like Velcros. So it was like really kind of gentle and like very adjustable, but I literally, because right now your body is pumping with relaxin. I'm sure that you know this, but like your body is just jacked full of relaxin, this hormone that makes you extra elastic so that all your joints can go back. Everything can go back where it is. So I think now for like the next into like 
six months postpartum. I could be wrong. So somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure that somebody will. You can just scrunch it all back to wherever you want it to be. So I even had a girlfriend who got a, she even got like a corset trainer or something for her hips because she was a model. And like, she just went, it all just pops right on back. So wear those tight ass leggings and just live your best life. It'll all just pop back. Don't even worry. Feels so good in these tight ass leggings. I I'm you. buying them like as soon as we're done. I'm online shopping that shit because I'm love it. Okay, so so good. So let's get even more juicy right now with some slumber party questions. So music is life. Facts on facts. You are fabulous with amazing taste. I can tell. Hundred percent. I knew it from the brows as soon as I saw you. Chaka girl, we love a good brow. Trust. So what song are you blasting on repeat? That's like almost embarrassing. Like I will not stop playing it. You can't make me stop. Your husband's like, stop. And you're like, no, I won't stop. What's the song? There's two. So the first one that comes to mind when you ask me that question is my wish by rascal flats, because I sing it on repeat to my son. And I already told him that it's his wedding song for us to dance to. So he better not like with any other song us mm-hmm. <laughs> done I don't care what the wife says it is our song <laughs> I love it <laughs> I know I sit there and I'm like oh I just love you and it's like one of those slow songs and if you I don't know if you know this song or not but I'm not even gonna try and sing it I don't that's okay but I will look it up right afterwards and then I'll sing it to Stella and I will kidnap it and make it my own for her as well and then what's the number two what's the next one Katy Perry Go on. Firework. Yeah. It's like just my song. No matter what, I'm like listening to it, like belting it out. And and Brett's in the other room. He's like, what are you blasting that music for? I'm like, it's Katy Perry. Katy Perry, 2009 or whatever. And it's not stopping. So get on board. We're doing the dance. Totally. It's a great, I mean, I'm sorry. It's a great song. We don't make the rules. It's great music. It makes you feel good. So I listen to, I still listen to California girls and I love the music video. I actually, I purchased the music video from Apple music and I used to watch it while I did cardio and I'm like, and I don't care. I'm not embarrassed. I like that song. It's fine. It's fine. It's a classic. Like it's not going away. We love Katy Perry. Okay. Um, and then uh, morning ritual. So it might, I know that it's like kind of like maybe it's a little tricky with a little one, but what's, what's, so whether it's a morning ritual or if it's an afternoon ritual, what's like your you time ritual that's non-negotiable that gets you in your vibe and makes you feel like you and grounds you. So I know it's going to be juicy. I can tell by your face. So tell me. <laughs> so are you familiar with EFT? Um, big fan. <laughs> big fan. Okay. So for people who aren't familiar with EFT, it's emotional freedom technique. So basically it's like the tapping that you see people doing all the time, like on all different points of their body. I tap without fail every single day. And if it's not in the morning, because now my morning routine has gotten more of like pushback because of Julian, but um, tapping every single day, no matter what. And then after I tap, I have this journal. So this comes with me like all over, like I take notes and everything, but every morning or after I do my tapping, I write out my goals for the month. So every, like every 30 days, like I'll reset it. So right now I'm journaling as if it's March 31st and I write it down and I'm like, Hey, it is March 31st. And I've achieved inside of my life out of my business. I've done this because, and then I like write out all the things that I've accomplished in the month of March, even though they haven't been accomplished yet. So it kind of is like manifestation on steroids because I'm like writing it as if it's happening now. I love that. First, we'll then reset again, and then I'll reset it for April 30th. And then, yeah, so that's my non-negotiable must happen every single freaking day. Because then it gives me my action plan for like the things that I need to do in order to make that shit happen. Yes. Oh, totally. It's like reverse engineering it. I also, um, I call it future casting and like choosing, like choosing, you get to choose, you get to embody that and choose like, and then act as if it's real. And then that shit will be real. Be that person. And like, how would you show up today if you had already done this and this and this? It's just... It sounds simple, but it is profound. And I love that it's non-negotiable for you because like I always tell people as well, like, especially as a mother, as a wife, you are the heart of the home, the family. And if you're not good, nobody is good. So that ritual does need to be non-negotiable. I love that that is on lock. I, I channel my, uh, my posh spice. hundred percent. Oh, I love it. Did you see the one where she's like, is my dress too short? Is that from the movie? 
And then she like I think it up a little bit. And I've seen all the movies. Yeah. So <laughs> she scooches it up. She was she was my favorite. I just loved. I loved a posh. My hair was always a short bob as well. Like maybe it was from that movie. Maybe I was incepted. It's possible. We're figuring it out. She's right just now. so badass. Like either whether you're thinking of posh or Victoria Beckham, like either way you put it, like she's fucking awesome. Yeah, she's yeah. Okay. And then what is your must have beauty product skincare? Like if you were in a sinking ship and you just was like, I'm going back to the room, I will not leave without this. What is the thing? What is the one thing that you must save sinking ship? Rodial. Do you, you know the brand Rodial? I, I believe I've heard of it, but tell me more. Okay. So I recently, and by recently, I mean, within the last like nine months started using their vitamin C serum. Okay. Writing it down. Rodial. And it's like in this beautiful glass dropper bottle. So they go all out on the packaging. It's beautiful, but it is amazing. And if you know anything about vitamin C, you know, it like lightens, brightens, tightens (laughs) all the things. So I, I just like dump a whole vial of that onto my hand and I like put it all over my face. That is my, I'm getting it. (laughs) I will tell you, You have this like such a glowy, like such a glowing from within complexion happening. I know that there's good lighting where you are because I can see the sunlight, but honestly, like on my eye, it's okay. Yeah. That's my, I've got a West facing window. So sometimes it's a very dramatic sunbeam in here as well, but it's okay. Um, okay. And then what is your favorite crystal? And I believe that your cat was knocking them around on your desk. (laughs) This is my favorite. (gasps) It's my huge selenite tower. Yes. You guys, oh. wish you, could see, you guys wish that this was video. You can't believe the size of the selenite that I'm witnessing right now. It's humongous. But I, then I also have a whole bag of selenite. Woo! She loves love selenite. It just, I feel like it's just very protective and recharging. Like it recharges everything in the room. Mine is so small. I feel so, <laughs> I feel so insignificant. <laughs> I've just got this little one that I'm like, boopity boop. This thing was, this thing was enormous. It was incredible. Like if you don't have weights, mm. get yourself some crystals. Yes. Start oh, that's that vibe. Oh my God. I love it yeah. so much. Like I, yeah, I, have, no, I have a bunch. We have fluorite. We have a bunch Ooh. of them around. Here, Wait, what's that one? I, that? What is that again? Ooh, this is beautiful. So it's like a black smoky orb. Tell us. Actually what actually more purple. You can really see it in the video. Ooh. Yes. It almost like an amethyst literally have a huge shopping list since just from talking to you for five minutes of all of I have a crystal dealer so I mean (laughs) yes yes I send her money and she sends me crystals hot you are hooked up (laughs) so much I never know I don't know what they mean until they arrive and um I just say to her I'm like hey Pick out the crystals that call to you. For yeah, me. use your vibes. And, and pick then them. I, I receive on my doorstep and I'm like, hmm. Oh, I love that so much. I keep this on my desk. It's got like copper and it is, what is lapis lazuli? And then gold. Yes. It's, it's gold, copper, lapis lazuli. And then it's got a Merkaba on it. And I just, so it's like a necklace that I wear and it hangs right between my boobs, which is a nice vibe for me. Um, but I also keep it on my desk when I'm working and it just like feels celestial and grounding all at the same time so I love it it's you guys it's just important that your space reflects the vibe that you want to embody and all of this whether it's gorgeous decor or it's truly energetically powerful it's important so I love this so much so good um so tell us now because everybody wants the deets could you please tell us like what led to your so you left this like corporate world you had this like epiphany, this awakening. And I want to know, like, how did the spiritual awakening and transformation happen that inspired you to just lean into your greatness and to do what you do? It wasn't pretty. Dramatically. I know. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. Let me tell you. Oh my gosh. Oh, gosh. So um, I always start the story with talking about the meltdown. Tell us about the meltdown. You know, the meltdown. Like the one where you're ugly crying and like snots everywhere and like there's mascara and like dry heaving going on. What have I become? Yeah. What have I become? What the hell is my life? It started with the meltdown, but after, so I was a corporate executive assistant. um, So I supported like men in the corporate world. I love guys. Guys are nice, you know, but this just wasn't my scene. I felt very fratty. And at the end of the day, 
it wasn't for me. And I had like one of those like straws that broke the camelbacks moments where it was like pouring rain outside. I was told to go get Starbucks <laughs> and like my hair was done. So I want you guys yeah. to imagine there's a, a lot of, there's a lot of bird flipping and eye rolling happening right now between us because this just yeah. seems so toxic, like toxic masculinity at its finest. And you're just better than that. And it had to change. It just had to change. And um, I did normal people do and you know stalked the internet looked for ways out spent hours on linkedin instagram (laughs) and i came across a personal development program that kind of just spoke to me Mm -hmm. so i was like hmm maybe it's time to figure this shit out because at that point like i'd never set a goal in my life and actually like achieved it (laughs) so i mean look at the end of the day i feel like some people I have experienced that before. And for me, I had just been in this like cycle of like complete stuckness. Um, I had tried, I tried different side hustles and like, I say side hustle very lightly. Like I thought I was going to like be the next house flipper. I was trying to flip mobile homes. I was trying to grow organic greens in the backyard and create scrubs. Like it was Wow. I I even tried starting a window washing business and ordered the business cards. It was going to be called clean AF. Ooh. (laughs) this whole, yeah, it was just, I was just, like I was out. But there was like a major entrepreneurial spirit there, like a major desire to be in control of your destiny and to not be told what to do by other people. And then I think that always like we teach what we needed to learn. And I know that it's the same for myself. So like I had fully like massive, ugly, hideous breakdowns and stuff, but that transformation brought me to you know, it brought me to that place where I choose that I don't want other people to experience a breakdown that hideous and that horrible and that scary and everything. Cause it's scary to lose control like that. It is, but it like that, that breaking moment, it brings you to like, now you're a butterfly. Like that was the moment of transformation. And now like, so then, so then how did that, how did that searching become like everything you're doing now? Because it's amazing. Yeah. So I had learned tools in this personal development program, um, neuro-linguistic programming for mm-hmm. for um, those who don't know what that is, look it up. It's in, in fucking incredible. We're going to talk change my it. life. We'll talk about it. But it was a 30-day program and I had never believed in my success. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I stayed, I know that's why I stayed in that cycle of like, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. So I was able to redefine success mm-hmm. as what it meant for me and yeah. not like just my comparison to a viral YouTube video or, you know, Angelina Jolie on the big screen, because like, that's what I thought success was. Ah. And when I was able to define what success meant to me in that moment, it became attainable. Yeah. And I was starting yeah. to achieve things that I'd never achieved before. So that was the moment where I'm like, holy shit, yeah. there's something to learn here. Yeah. And I need, and I just started binging everything NLP. I got certified. I got master certified. I got, became a trainer because I didn't just want to use it with people. I wanted to teach people how to then utilize it with the people that they're working with too, because I just wanted that ripple. I wanted to, I wanted to change the world. Well, and you are, you are (laughs) like, it's amazing. And like, like, that is empowerment. Like, it's not like, you're not hoarding that information and knowledge and power for yourself. Like you're, you're embodying it and you're sharing it with everybody. And like, that is so magical. And also to have this massive arsenal of tools at your disposal that like, you can come at a problem from all angles and really like nobody is going to be stuck because you always have a way to move them through what they're moving through. Like it's incredible. Like I, I know I'm fangirling, but it's, I'm not, it's fine. Cause it's, it's coming from my heart. So thank you so much for sharing that. Like it, it is so powerful and it is so relatable. And like for anybody who's listening, who feels like they're at that like rock bottom, where am I broken moment? Who's like listening to this podcast, just know so much greatness lies on the other side of the meltdown when you're, you know, when you're willing to open your eyes and look and see what's there for you. So like you're a living proof, you're sitting here and you're incredible. So I love it. So a question that I have for you, like, it's clear that your soul's calling is to like lift the collective. Like we just said, like you want to change the world. And so you're, you touch so many people, you're involved, like you see and witness so many things. And I wonder where do you feel, do you notice that there is a common thread in the biggest disconnect that that people have in pulling the trigger on their dreams? 
Yeah, I mean, of course, there's always the objection of like, I don't have the money, I don't have the time. But more so, I find that people stay stuck in thinking they have to make the right decision when they keep coming back to what they want to do and then experience that fear of the unknown. So it's like that uncomfortability of like, oh my God, if I actually do this, then I don't know if it's going to work out, but you know what the alternative is, right? So (laughs) it's like the discomfort of like, do you choose, like pick your pain? Like, do you choose the discomfort of trying something new? Perhaps it doesn't work, but, and then perhaps you fail upward. Like you either learn, you either learn or you succeed really. So choose that discomfort or do you choose the discomfort of staying the same and nothing changing? And that mm-hmm. I can so, so relate. Like that's, that's where I was like, yeah, but oh my God. So everybody I think can relate to that so hard. Seriously. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you said that because I talk about the two types of discomfort all the time. And it's like, do you want to stay on that fence with the post up your butt, yeah. like not do anything about it? Or are you going to hop off? and choose like a new, a new direction because there's two cycles that could happen. It's either staying in that cycle that you're already in and clearly it's not working for you Yes, or a new one. I know like, and people get used to their prison, they get accustomed to their prison. It feels comfortable somehow, like comfortable in your discomfort. But then when you realize I don't have to feel like this. So like for me, I was like crying every day, like waking up crying and like going to bed and crying and like my morning ritual was like icing my face so that nobody would know that I had been crying. So there was like some kind of shame behind that or something. And then eventually I could like have tears streaming down my face and have literally a friend text me like, Hey, how are you? And I'd be like, I'm fine. As I'm like sobbing, like ugly crying, like you said, I'm like, I'm fine. So there was a lot of inauthenticity. Like I didn't want it to be real. So I wouldn't admit it. And then it like, it had to get so bad before I finally was like either like what is the option like you wrap your car around a tree or do you just like get help like an understand try something different try something to prove to yourself that you can so for some people it does for some people it's a bit more graceful for myself mm-hmm. and it sounds like for yourself as well it was not so graceful but it's okay <laughs> we no, get there. and you know what it's fine and the thing the, the thing that I learned is that there's no shame in asking for help yes totally right? like Totally. And like that humility is such wisdom. Like it's the child, it's the childlike wisdom. Yeah. Being willing to be vulnerable and being willing to ask for help. Like kids have no shame about asking anything. I have a six-year-old, trust me, they will ask you anything and you'll see. So yeah, that is, that is just so good. So people need to, to get, to pull the trigger on their dreams. They need to get comfortable with the discomfort and they need to understand that like no time and no money is actually not a problem. It's a choice. Yeah. There's two quotes that I actually want to share. One is everything that you don't yet have in life is outside of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. is on the other side of fear. Mm -hmm. But then there was also something that someone shared the other day. And it like, it was just one of those like, holy shit moments where it was just, I'm like, that needs to be on a meme. She said, all the things that I'm most proud of myself for are all the things I was most afraid to do. Yes. Isn't that so true? Like, incredible that is profound so yeah so good and I mean everybody has their level but we can just keep showing them like you don't have to choose this anymore you really don't it's okay so so good and then so so this was like kind of a random question that pops into my head but social media plays such a huge part in the way that people feel about themselves and the way that it shapes their identity especially with you know everything that's gone on in the last years people have had so much more time on their screens And it just really disturbs their sense of self and their sense of reality. So like what they feel is true about themselves, their identity. So how important is it for people to get clear on their authentic identity and how is the best way for them to do it? In your opinion. I know it's a good In my opinion. No, I think like just to like to touch on the, the Instagram, social media, everything, like everyone's showing their highlight reel at the end of the day. Right. So I think that it's a huge part in why people get stuck in the comparisonitis. Identity is literally one of the most powerful levels that you can shift at. It's a subconscious level where Mm -hmm. like we have layers of the mind and identity is like all the way at like the tippy tippy top with like your purpose and your why. And being able to just create, and it's not like creating like 
a fake persona or something like that, but you're creating this identity of who you want to be. And when you start being that identity and reinforcing all the things that that person with that identity will do, you actually just become her, you become that person because you are installing all of her beliefs, her values, her capabilities, the things that she holds like really true, like the beliefs that she holds true to herself. When you are creating this new identity or an up-leveled identity or just the next level identity of yourself, that's where the shifts happen because you're harnessing her power and being her it's not so much as just acting as if it's more you're you're not doing things you're being right and that's where the shifts happen oh that is so that is so right it's so true like if you um if you want to be respected then like i i work with people a lot on boundaries that's kind of a thing for me because that was one of the hugest lessons that i had to learn in my life which goes really deep and like we could totally unpack that but that would be a whole nother podcast but i sometimes tell people like if you can't see yourself as a person who has strong boundaries for example or like whatever kind of identity that you want to embody then just think of somebody who does and then just mm-hmm. so i call it boundaries fomo so like if you have a girlfriend or a relative or an aunt or a godmother or somebody who's really powerful and you're like, oh, I wish I could act like that. Well, just be her for a day. Just try it on. Just like try it on and see how it feels and like realize that you can actually choose to not, you can choose that identity if you want to and you can choose to step into it. And and yeah, like the highlight reel of, of social media, it's not, it's not true. Everybody just wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be accepted. <laughs> And they're all doing what they can to show whatever side will get them that acceptance, I think. Okay, so let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life, that you're super intentional, and that means you would love my jewelry brand, Prism. And no, it's not that hippy-dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, And like when you go back to the identity thing, you can think about like even just like small actions that the person with that identity would do and do it. Right. So it's not, again, it's not about doing, it's about being. So you're becoming that person. Like what you say, just try it on for a day. Well, guess what? If you try it on for a day and then you try it on for two days and then a week, who are you becoming? You're becoming that person, right? It's so good. And then, yeah. And then people won't, people won't challenge it really. Like it's so good. Anyways, it's so good. I love it. Okay. This is a really good one. So in your experience, so you have the pleasure of watching people transform. And it's so amazing. And so what do you see? Like we talked about like what's on the other side of fear. So in your experience and all that you've seen and done, what is possible for people when they step onto the other side of that fear, when they choose and they throw themselves into it, when they peeled that connection with their authenticity and they're afraid and they're doing it anyway, what happens then? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) really no but for real I I think you know it's it's funny because I'll say like it's the life beyond your wildest dreams but 
I think that's kind of just like underselling it because you can dream that big, right? You can dream as big, as big as you ever want to. And that's possible. And the reason why people don't get there is because they don't allow themselves to experience what it would be like, right? They completely self-sabotage. But what happens is like, you step into it, you, you try it on, you become that identity. And guess what? Like you are literally activating your power of manifestation just because you're being the person who already has it. So whatever those dreams are, whatever those goals are, they're possible. And you have all of the internal resources to make them happen. So it is possible. Well, let me just like giving me for an example, like I, was someone who was at like the lowest low spiritual bottom. I didn't think success was possible for me. I was stuck in comparisonitis. I never wanted to get married. I didn't want to have kids, nothing. Well, guess what? I'm in a beautiful home that I've manifested with a husband, a son, two cats and a seven figure business, you know? And like two years ago, uh, you would have said that to me to be like, are you fucking kidding? Like that's possible. Yeah. But you dream, you see others and you use them as like possibility and like a guiding light. And like, if they can do it, I can do it too. Yeah. And so why, why not you? Like, why? What's so different? Like, what is so different? Okay. So I have, I have, mm, this is maybe mean and bad, but I have a girlfriend. So this is even actually before I was a coach, this is years ago. I have a girlfriend. She's younger than me. She's going through law school here in Germany, very competitive. It's a tough time. So Germans can be pretty strict people streng that's the German word um but she was kind of having a freak out one day and she's like I think of her as like my goddaughter kind of so shout out you know who you are if you're listening you know who you are but um so she was having a little bit of a meltdown she called me going to law school she's like all these people like they're just everybody like knows more than me and I don't think I can do it like imposter syndrome coming in and stuff and so this is before I was doing what I do now and everything this is a long time ago but I, I was just like, okay, sweetie, I just want you to sit down, just take a deep breath and sit down. And then just look around and tell me what you see. And she's like, okay, I see these people and they have these and they're doing this. And this is what I see. And I was like, okay, now I just want you to know, take a deep breath again. All of these people are terrified. They are all terrified and they feel exactly the way that you do. And guess what? They're just showing up and they're doing it exactly like you are. And they're going to get through it exactly like you are. Everybody's scared and they're doing their best. So just choose that it's going to be okay. And it's going to be okay. She was like, okay. And it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> like, so why it's not? Okay. You? Yes. So like, what is like, you can do it. If somebody else can do it, you can do it too. Why not you? And if somebody has a list of why not, like if they have a list of why not, then just like be a lawyer for yourself and prove every single one of those things wrong. And like, like you said, right. all the greatness lies on the other side of the fear. It's so good. I love it, it so much. Good. And so with all of this, what is one juicy, juicy, hot tip that everyone, myself included, could do today to what's an action that everybody could do today to step more into their identity and into their power? So like one favorite, is that, a, is that so too- when you said that, like the first, the first thing that came to my mind and I'm like, I don't even know why I just got like that. I felt like I had to say it. I was just like twerk. What? <laughs> yes to work like shake just it work just, it out work it out like like so is that like a release of the of the stress a release of the facade I and mean, just I mean there's joy. no like when you yeah. said that I'm like but literally like I it's just laugh at yourself yes. you know and for me I laugh at myself when I'm twerking because if you ever see me twerk like you <laughs> don't want to see that <laughs> but, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like all right if you are telling yourself that you can't do it literally and and this is like everyone used to try this and the first time I did this I'm like are you fucking kidding me like that's what you're telling me to do like you you say this is gonna work it works every single freaking time I'm in it I'm in it I can't do this laugh out loud (laughs) laugh at yourself and like legit belly laugh yeah and then say it to yourself again and like it's just funny like you ask well now how do I feel about it it's actually just funny that you thought that Yes. True. And, and like our phys, our physiology, am I saying that right? But like mm-hmm. our body mannerisms, motions, like I, I think I read once or heard once or something and correct me if I'm wrong, but um, there's like 10 times more signals that move up from the body towards the brain than from the brain down. And so it's, yeah. we, our body can trick our brain. So I actually love it. Like making yourself smile, do a belly laugh, mm-hmm. twerk, 
shake it, shake out the fear, dance it out. And then your body will be like, actually, we're fine. Apparently we're fine because we're twerking and we're laughing. So nothing could be wrong if we're twerking and laughing. So that fear must be silly. Right. Exactly. I love it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and just like exactly what you said with the body language and everything, your, your physiology, your mind, your body, the connection is so freaking strong. It bathes like your neurotransmitters, like what, how you feel like bathe every single part of your body. So if you're sitting up straight and smiling and laughing, well, guess what? Your mind's like, Huh. We're happy. I guess it's fine. We're doing it. Yes. Totally. Yes. It's so, that is so good. And it really is something. So everybody who's listening, you better be twerking right now. I can't find you and I can't see you, but I assume that you are and you better be doing it. I love it. (laughs) And then yes, now I actually want to know, like, so there's so, so many things that you do to help your clients. Like I was reading your website. I was gobsmacked. I'm like this woman, are you a manifesting generator? Do you know your human design? I'm a generator. Okay. I'm a manifesting generator. I'm like, she for show for show has some of that energy going on right now. I know it. So, so many things that you do to help your clients, like I said, to move past their goals. Like you have a tool, no fear is getting past you. Like there is no excuse. Nothing is getting past you. You have something for everything. So EFT, NLP, hypnotherapy. I am a huge fan of so many of these. What is, if you can possibly choose one, what is your favorite? If you could choose one, like what's your favorite go-to or do you think that they all work together? Like I think they all work together, but again, my morning ritual is like, I always do tapping because I think that's like the way to manifest on steroids, like just to get into that energy right away. Every single time, like EFT is my jam, definitely tapping, definitely tapping. Uh, it's a great like foot, like step your like tiptoe in to, you know, new waters and then the deeper work will come in with everything else, but getting your foot wet. I think so too. The first time I ever did a tapping, I had heard about it for years. And then the first time I had ever done it, I was shooketh. I consider myself to be an intelligent woman. Um, and I am, but I thought I'm like, this will whatever, like, it's going to be like yoga. I don't know. I don't know what this is going to be. And then I broke out in a full sweat and then had like massive yawning. Like my body went through something like it, it really, it's no joke you guys. So EFT, emotional freedom technique. It is a fast track. So find something and try that. Incredible. Um, and hypnotherapy, but like hypnotherapy, I think is extremely powerful as well. Like, so you can go on YouTube and find hypnosis. Um, hypnotherapy is extremely powerful. The way that I use it is for end result imagery, meaning like you envision the way that you want to be. And then we take exactly what the client is saying and use that as the therapy session. So you bring them into a trance and then you literally implant that into their subconscious mind. And it's like, just like, if you are someone who likes to visualize and meditate, it's like on another level, it's it's incredible. So I have done that. I always struggled with sleeping. So like I am a manifesting generator. I want to do all the things all the time, loads of energy. If I work 16 hours a day doing something that I love, that's super easy. And I love it. It brings me joy, but winding down has been a struggle my entire life. And then I did do a sleep hypnosis, which I thought of as a joke. I'm like, I am a tough nut to crack. This will not work. It will not work for me. And then I did it and literally fell asleep before it was over. I have no anxiety about falling asleep. Like I have been using sleep aids, like rainfall music or waves or audiobooks or something or meditations or something. I've been using those since I was like seven years old. I'm 36 and I've been using them. Like, so the sleep hypnosis, it changed my life. And I'm, I'm like obsessed with it now. And I think like, what a way to make your brain work for you. Like just make your subconscious mind do the heavy lifting for you. <laughs> like work, work yeah. backwards from what somebody wants and then just put that in their brain and like, then it will happen. Yeah. When you work with the subconscious, you're like literally programming your mind to be firmly on track to all the things that you want, right? Yeah. You're giving people options. Yes. <laughs> you're giving people the tools and the resources that they haven't yet uncovered when you're doing that. And then it's again, just making them be, it's bringing them into that being. So I love it. It's so, oh, people are so lucky when they get to work with you. And then what would you say? So what about self-hypnosis? So is there a way that we can retrain our subconscious mind ourself? Would you say? Yeah. I mean, you can, the way that I'll listen to my own hypnosis, like I provide my own therapy is I'll record it. And then I just listen to it back. Okay. 
you, they're all hypnosis. You can do self-hypnosis, all NLP you can be self NLP. All EFT is like, I do it on myself um, with yourself. So totally. Yeah. You can. So it would like take a little bit of practice, but then you can get intuitive with it. So, I mean, when I first started tapping, I needed like to follow a script and stuff, but now I kind of know how it feels and I can just kind of run through the motions and like, I know what I feel like I know what I need and I'm a, like, I'm allowed to just let it flow so is self-hypnosis kind of the same, like where you just kind of intuitively be like, this is how I feel. This is, this is my A and this is my B. I want to be at B. What does B feel like? And I'm going to talk like that. Yeah. And whenever it's exactly like that. So even when you are creating that end result, we just want to be phrasing things and how you want it, not how you don't want it. So for anyone who's going to try it, just making sure that they're focusing on what you want not what you don't want. So for, as an example of that is like, if you're creating your own hypnosis, we wouldn't say, I don't feel anxious anymore. You would say, I feel calm. I feel serene. Um, so it would be how you want to feel because we want to create that picture inside of your mind when you are that is a very, very important, hot tip. Very important. You guys. Okay. Um, and then what? So this is my last like brainstormy brainstorm question. What would you tell somebody who's at the very start of their journey and they're feeling super stuck and they aren't sure what to do? Like they're, they're in the middle of the ugly cry. They don't have any Kleenex left. Like Lana Del Rey is on repeat and they're just sad. What would you tell them? Like, what's the thing that they need to do to just get onto that path to change the direction? Follow that inner whisper. Okay. Follow your inner knowing. Um, I always knew that I was meant to like do something more than sit at that job, but I was just in so much fear. Mm-hmm. It's just following that voice, following that voice that knows, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, yes. you know, um, that first impulse, like if you were to say like, what's your dream, that first impulse, that first gut response, just go yeah. with it. Tell yourself, yes, I can. Yes. I think that that is so important. So like that inner voice, but then there's going to be a million other voices in the head. They're like, but you can't. And like, they can, but you can't. And it's not possible. You're not smart enough. You don't have the money for that. How can you, you don't have the time. So those voices are going to come. And that's when you have to twerk. And that's when you have to laugh. And that's when you have to be like, actually I can. So I think, oh, it's so good. I just, Ooh, I feel so good right now. I feel like I've been tapping as I'm talking to you. I love it so much. There are just so, so many ways that you have to support people. Can you tell us, just give us like a rundown. What are all of the amazing programs that you have going on right now? Oh my God. I feel like I always have so many incredible things happening at once. Um, I have a rolling admissions to my Sparkle System certification program. So the Sparkle System is where you get you get certified in five internationally recognized modalities and tools, which are fucking incredible. So it's the EFT, it's neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, time techniques, which is unreal. And then life and success coaching. Ooh. Yeah. It's so fun, but it also like encompasses personal development, mindset, business coaching, uh, one-on-one coaching, money coaching, like all of that. Um, And it's so good. Full on embodiment. That speaks to your passion. Like you're like, I want to change the world. I want to help everybody. And I can't. So you just have a way, you have ways and platforms to support people and to create that ripple effect that they can go forth and help change everybody else's lives too. It's so Good. And then I also understand that you have got a discount code for all of the chakra babes. So please tell us yeah. about this amazing bundle that you've got going on and how we can. Get- okay. So one of my obsessions is goal setting. Cause remember a couple of minutes ago, I was telling you how I was never able to set a goal mm-hmm. while well, using NLP we've created. Um, it's called set goals, like a CEO and the bundle, if you use the code chakra, Hot. it's Free. And it comes with um, the 90 minute training comes with a 150 page ebook. And then also a oh my sick God. meditation that if you listen to it every day, you will freaking achieve all the things beyond your wildest dreams and oh, like even bigger. Than that. My God. Okay. You guys, the, the code is chakra. C-H- A-K-R-A. Everybody get that bundle. I know I'm going to get it. This sounds amazing. I didn't know that it was free. You were so generous. Oh my God. We're going to have you back. 
I love this. Um, thank you so, so much for sharing this. Wow. Show notes, you guys copy paste, get it. So now let's keep it real because, you know, everybody can sometimes listen to these shows and maybe like they think that we're just at the end of the road and like everything's easy for us and talk about a meltdown, but that was a long time ago. So I like to keep it really real and let people know that, Hey, like we're real humans too. And things also suck sometimes for us. And so we have this thing called manic moments in manifesting where we can share something that happened to us, our last meltdown and the manifestation that came out of it. So something like unexpected, something got derailed, something went sideways, but then you ended up learning a profound lesson or it ended up working out for the best. Um, so it's just a little slice of humble pie that taught a great lesson at the end. So I will go first. Let me set the tone. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So I live in Germany. I am not German. My husband is German. We love cars. So like Audi, Mercedes, Porsche, we love it. Okay. It's a homegrown thing. Our, like we love cars. Our, our cars are nice. And okay. So like any situation that would happen to a car would usually totally throw me off and really ruin my day. So with the, fortunately, like with the mindset work that I do and the stuff that I've done, it's become a habit for me to become curious in a situation that is off. Like instead of going to rage or anger or despair or frustration or blaming, it has become through gritted teeth, mind you, I'm not smiling while I'm doing this, but it has become a habit for me to like, how is this good for me? I'm so curious of how, I wonder what the lesson is. I'm so curious, but I'm, I'm mad, but I'm like open to how it could possibly be good. I'm very curious. Let's see. So I'm driving my car. I'm sorry, our car. It's a beautiful AMG. And the roads here are kind of narrow. And somehow this is really weird, but somehow I dinged the side mirror on the car on like a pole. And it's a, it's a fucking exquisite white AMG Mercedes. Okay. And I love that car. It dinged it in such a way that the glass shattered, but the thing didn't break. So how does that happen? It didn't fly off but somehow the, gra- the glass is broken. How does that happen? So I'm pissed. But ironically, at that moment, I was listening to an audiobook as I was driving that's about like 5D ascension and like ascending to your highest self and like higher vibrations. So this is all about like curiosity, you know, like our highest self doesn't judge and our highest self doesn't like things aren't good or bad. It's just a learning lesson and like how interesting and how fascinating. It's all fine and dandy when it's theoretical, but when you're driving your beautiful white car and then smash, it, it's less theoretical in that moment. So I lost it. And my husband is a perfectionist. He's a surgeon. And so I had to call him at work and be like, guess what just happened and explain. And he's like, okay, but he was surprisingly chill. But I remember consciously being like, okay, like, I wonder what lesson is coming from this because now I have a very busy schedule this week, but now I get to spend time at the car dealership as they fix this hideous broken glass of my side mirror. I can't stand it to look at it. It's, I hate it. So I'm just open-minded to this. My husband weirdly did not freak out when I told him this happened. It's like, okay, like we'll just call, call the dealership and whatever. Two things came of this. Number one, I had a little bit of a panic attack because my German isn't great. And I can feel it's very easily, it's, I'm very easily triggered to feel like I'm helpless in Germany sometimes because for like five or six years, I really couldn't speak the language. And like, I did find myself in sticky situations with a kid, like with a baby. So like, you know, that's tough when you can't communicate when you have a baby and stuff. So it like, I can quickly kind of get that heart flutter of like, Oh God, like, how do I do this? But I was able to call the dealership and explain everything that happened in German and made an appointment for the next day. And like, I got off the phone. I was like, I do speak German. I speak good German. (laughs) So that was cool. But then what had, what come, what had come out of it is the next day. So like I rearranged my schedule, whatever I take the car to the dealership and I get there. And at the time I had been really intensely in my masculine of like goal setting and achieving and like, go, go, go and to do list. I'm getting it done. Like, mm, like very intense masculine kind of phase. And I really need to nurture my feminine side. Like that's also something that that's part of my ritual. I really need to uh, nurture my feminine side. So what was really interesting, I was not expecting this at all, but I went to the dealership the next day and they know, like they know us there and stuff, but like they took such good care of me. They're like, oh, hey, this is why we're, hey, here you are. Um, Actually, we have the part right here. Here's a cappuccino. Just sit down right here. It'll be fixed in half an hour. And they, they washed the car. They detailed the car. They gave it back to me completely fixed and fresh and clean. And then like they had 
you know, they put some like Mercedes stuff, like swag in the car for me to give to my daughter and stuff. It was so cute. And, and then I just felt so cared for and I felt so nurtured. And I actually cried when I was driving home. I was like, <laughs> like, I didn't know that I needed that. So it was like a healing moment of like being able to just sink into my feminine and be supported and be cared for and not be Mrs. Smarty Pants with all of the answers who's strong and like holding space for everybody. I just got to be served a cappuccino while a bunch of nice guys fixed my car for me. And it only cost a hundred euros. Like it was like nothing. Like they're like, yeah, it's wow. no big deal. We just fix it. When do you ever go to Mercedes? And it's a hundred euros, like never. So, I mean, I could walk in there for whatever and it would be more than that. So I went home and I just I like journal, like I cried and I journal, like I had no idea that I needed this, but like I needed that nurturing. So that was like a super random weird moment, but I'll just never forget it. So it was a manic manifestation of nurturing my feminine side somehow from smashing my car. Yeah. That's amazing. And I actually, I love this topic because again, it just makes, makes life more relatable, right? Like yeah. we're obviously human, you know, yeah. and shit's not easy. We're, we experience human experiences. Yeah. Right. So tell from our skin, like our skin is amazing, but we are in fact human. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like when, when you were saying that and I was like thinking about it and like, and the whole episode, I'm like, well, what am I going to like, what am I going to talk about? Like, what is the one thing that like, I literally lost my shit on like most recently and what came to mind is um okay so i have my son on december 23rd Aww. which so happens to be mine and my husband's eight-year dating anniversary Aww. so like what are the chances of that i know Aww. he's the perfect baby but so we had our baby two days before that we closed on our new home and okay. we like then That's i got i was in Wow. So we closed on our new home on December 21st. I was induced on December 22nd Whoa. and December 23rd, Julian came. Then we bring him home and my husband uh, tests positive for COVID. <gasps> Two oh, days no. after my son is born. Oh my God. And I, when I'm telling you, I lost it. Like I left my son downstairs with my, cause we were living in my mom's upstairs waiting for our house to get built. Right. And I, I lost it. Um, I started calling all the places so I can get tested. I'm like, <gasps> like dry heaving. Like what the fuck? first I'm like, Oh my gosh, what if I have it? What if he has it? Oh my God. Now he's going to have to quarantine away from us. Our son was just born. Like, what are oh we going to do? God. Oh my God. Yes. We were supposed to move into our new home. So we had closed on that 21st. We were supposed to move into our new home a day or two later. I forget the exact timeline, but that just meant we weren't going to be moving because Brett needed to quarantine, right? right. So I'm like, now I have this new baby. I have to stay at my mom's. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what is life right now? So like, it just felt like, a. I, I literally felt like I was shot. Like it was, yeah. it, it, so many things and like the words cannot describe it yeah and like Like, the emotional roller coaster after after giving birth like the hormonal emotional roller coaster the exhaustion and like doing any one of those things is exhausting so this all happens at once this is called a clusterfuck oh my god and then what happened tell us everything it all happens at once i'm like literally in the point where my ankles are the same size of my thighs like it was just one of those (laughs) things i was just like what is life right now and my mom and i are close but we had never been like we're not like so close. We're, um, I'm very independent. So that's, I guess that's a good way of putting it. We're so close. I'm, but I'm very independent. I never ask her for help. And what came out of that was because Brett had a quarantine, me and Julian, we didn't have COVID thank God. And my mom tested negative as well. Mm -hmm. So Brett had a quarantine upstairs in the loft and I got to lean on my mom. And that's that was crazy. something like I would have never done if yeah. Brett had been, I would have, I would have leaned on Brett, which is something that I always do. Yeah. And I never lean on my mom. Um, wow. So there is like this sense of, um, oh, just like a new respect for my mother, because like I had just become a new mother too. Yes. And now like I, I call her, I FaceTime her like 72 times a day now. And I'm like, Aww. and I don't, think that would have happened yes. if we didn't have that like week long where I was just like so dependent on yeah. everything my mom had oh to say, everything God. she was doing. Like it was, yeah, it was just like a, a nice 
growth of like our our relationship together and um just knowing like she's she's here for me is your rock I wouldn't ever yeah and again like what you just said like really feeling so supported and I'm just so grateful for that I'm so sad that my husband missed that first week yeah however we like FaceTiming and like show I'd be like holding Julian up from across the room like obviously over six feet apart like Simba almost you know? oh my god yes but like that is that is so it's like a nurture like a, that sounds like a feminine energy nurturing moment too because like you're a powerful woman like you're a boss CEO queen seven-figure business like baby closing a house all of these things and it's like but I need my mom like I really just need my mom and that's so beautiful I think it's wow that is that is really powerful and now you guys have this deep connection that's so special yeah she cannot stay away now so every single day she's here probably what is there seven days in a week she's here like four or five days a week facetiming the other days so (laughs) I again like I don't think that would have been the case if we so I'm just really grateful for it and I'm just grateful for her no matter what happens you guys can always figure it out like there's nothing can break you nothing you will you will always figure everything out together and come out of it stronger oh that's so amazing thank you so much for sharing that so this really this really has been so so amazing so now everybody's going to be obsessed with you just like me um so can you share with everybody how they can find you like website instagram tell us all the things how can we find you yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Inner Beauty Bible, B-Y-B-E-L. Uh, it's my maiden name. And you can also find me on YouTube, Inner Beauty Bible on YouTube. My website is www.innerbeautybible.com. So Inner Beauty Bible across the board. That's how you find me. Inner Beauty Bible, Bible with a Y, everybody. So thank you so much. And thank you everybody for listening. Make sure you check her out and all the incredible things that she's doing. Chakra Girl Radio will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Chakra Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.